Hello and welcome to eBible Fellowship's Evening Bible Studies with your speaker, Chris McCann. If you'd like more information or to hear more studies, visit our website at www.ebiblefellowship.com. And now, with your evening Bible study, here's Chris McCann. Good evening and welcome to eBible Fellowship's Bible Study in the Book of Revelation. Tonight is study number 23 of Revelation chapter 22. We're going to be reading Revelation 22 verse 19. And if any man shall take away from the words of the book of this prophecy, God shall take away his part out of the book of life and out of the holy city and from the things which are written in this book. In the previous verse, God had declared that if anyone were to add unto these things, God would add unto him the plagues that are written in this book. And now, God um, protects his word, the Bible. That's what these scriptures are doing. They're providing protection uh, for the word of God and help to the people of God so that everyone is clear, so that all understand and know the Word of God, the Holy Word of God, the communication from God is the Bible. It is all the Bible, and and that would mean all 66 books. It is the Bible from Genesis through Revelation, and every word in between, and it is not to be added to as some uh, assault the word of God and and uh, are really emissaries of Satan and attempt to pervert and to uh, alter and change the word of God by adding to it. And, of course, others come that are also emissaries of Satan, just they take a different pers- uh, attack or uh, a different... Uh, uh, come against the Bible in a different way, and instead of adding to it, they want to diminish it. They want to take away from it, and and in some cases, it's just a little thing. It's just a little thing, and you know, um, the tendency is when someone accepts the majority of a truth or the majority of something like the Bible, then uh, we tend to be more open to them, more uh, responsive to them, and let them get away with a little, uh, a little wrong, a little error. Let them get away with a little adding or a little subtracting from the Word of God, the Bible. After all, uh, if they have accepted 99.9% of the Bible. Isn't that enough? And if they then come out with a Bible like the Jehovah's Witnesses have, uh, and they change the a little word, like in John 1.1, in the beginning, it says in uh, the Word of God, the Bible, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And if the Jehovah's Witnesses come out and they just alter a little bit of the word, and they say the word was a God, 
Ugga. They add the word uh to the text, and it's not in the original Greek. It's just something they added because they don't believe Jesus Christ is God. And they realize a little further down in verse 14, it says the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. And and therefore, if it says the word was God, well, that teaches something they don't like to hear. And so in order to fit their doctrine, their erroneous doctrine, they alter the word of God and they add that little word, ah. It's just a little thing. And yet God has condemned them by adding a word. Thou shalt not add unto these things or the plagues written herein will be added unto you. And it tells us they have come under the wrath of God. Yes, for a word, for a word. And and they on one hand they add, on the other hand they diminish. They take away from the glorious person of the Lord Jesus Christ, who is God Almighty, God in the flesh. And on both counts they're guilty. On both counts they have uh, offended God and violated his word and come under the wrath of God. You know, uh, God's word is holy. It is set apart. It is protected by God. He watches out for it, carefully watching out for it. And he has, as it was compiled all through history until it was a completed, finished book. And after its completion, he's watched out for protecting it down through the centuries of the church age. We always find people who want to say, oh, you can't trust the Bible because the churches have mishandled it and they've added books or they've taken away books or other books should be there that aren't. We don't have to worry about any of that. It's not true. God's Word, the Bible, the 66 books we have today is the complete and perfect Word uh, in the Hebrew and Greek, because God said this in Psalm 12. In Psalm 12, he says in verses 6 and 7, The words of Jehovah are pure words as silver tried in a furnace of fire, purified seven times. Thou shalt keep them, O Jehovah. Thou shalt preserve them. From this generation forever, the word of the Lord is kept. It is preserved by God forever from this evil generation of man. Man has tried, um, prompted by Satan again and again and again and again, down through history, repeatedly, They've come against the Word of God in every way possible or imaginable. They've tried to assault the Bible. You know, the Bible is like this, this great mountain kingdom. And, and you, you can just picture Satan and his forces, the, the emissaries of Satan and, and the armies of his, uh, dark kingdom coming against that mountain, looking 
for a weakness, looking for a foothold, looking for anything they could think of. And and so there are scholarly skeptics who criticize the Bible, and they have for centuries, and God's mighty fortress, the word of God stands strong, those men come and go, and, and the little books they write criticizing the Bible come and go, it means nothing. It, the, the Bible stands strong. And then you have attacks from within the church, from denominations and, and runaway, um, uh, churches and, and, uh, theologians that, that think they found an error or think that there's a fault here or something wrong there. And it's, it's just, incredible in its consistency how uh, the enemies of God's kingdom have tried to destroy the Bible. And you know what's a tremendous testimony to the uh, fact that the Bible is the word of God is that it's still here. It's still here after thousands of years and it's the it's been the most hated book ever written because it's the only book written by God it's despised and has been despised by millions and millions of people and and atheists have hated it and despised it and vowed to stamp it out and it's been attacked from within the church and from the secular world from scientists and from uh, popes and pastors and bishops. They've come against the word of God, the Bible, and every assault, every attack, whether a frontal assault or uh, a sneak attack, however it's come, has been put down by God. It's been put down, and here we have, in our possession, the people of God, His holy word. And it's still here. It was not stamped out. It has not been confiscated. It has not been rid from the earth. The holy word of God, the Bible, remains even in into the evil day of the great tribulation. When Satan was loosed. When the beast rose up out of the sea. And when he took his seat as the man of sin in the churches and congregations of the world, he did everything he could to trample upon the word of God. And yet the word of God endured and continued on through the great tribulation and lasted beyond Satan's rule as the man of sin And as the beast ruling over the nations of the earth, the word of God was triumphant and defeated Satan. Satan was put down. Satan fell on May 21, 2011. And the word of the Lord was lifted up victorious over that tremendous assault during those 23 years of great tribulation. And now we've entered into the day of judgment and the the people of the world are openly blatantly 
arrogantly rebelling against the Word of God. The simple declarations of the Word of God. It's moral standard. It's decrees concerning marriage and divorce completely disregarded. It's decrees concerning the Sunday Sabbath not even thought of. The the laws of God are being trampled upon by the world and yet the Word of God, the Bible, has risen up above this uh, worldwide assault by the masses of the unsafe people of the earth to bring judgment upon them, to pronounce their fall and their destruction. Babylon has fallen, not the word of God, the kingdom of Satan, the kingdoms of this world that God had given to him are the ones that are under the wrath of God, under the judgment, under the judgment written. As the Lord says in Psalm 149, that the saints uh, partake in the judgment process and they share, they execute the judgment written. It is the written word that God has opened up at the time of the end. The written word that pronounced the judgment on the churches and congregations. It was the Bible that brought about the fall of the corporate church that ended the church age. The Bible did that. And it was the Bible that shut the door of heaven. The Bible's proclamation that May 21, 2011 would be Judgment Day, the day the door shut. And it's the Bible's insistence all these days after the tribulation, throughout this prolonged period of judgment, that that is continuing to declare no more salvation. It is the Word of God, the Bible, that has endured to the end and will endure to the end of this world and into eternity future. God will keep and preserve his word forever. The word of the Lord is what lasts forever, not the sinner. As God says in uh, 1 Peter, in 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 24 and 25, For all flesh is as grass. And all the glory of man as the flower of grass. The grass withereth, and the flower thereof falleth away. But the word of the Lord endureth forever. And this is the word which by the gospel is preached unto you. This is a mighty word. The voice of the Lord thundereth marvelously. The the Bible is a powerful word, quick and powerful and sharper than a two-edged sword piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit. The word of God, the Bible, has withstood the forces of the enemy for thousands of years up until today, and it still is a source of comfort, a source of strength, a source of inspiration, a source of encouragement to the cast-down soul of the child of God. God's people endure because of the Word of God, the Bible. God's Word is everything to us. 
It is through the word of God that he has saved us. It's through the word of God that we continue on day by day, cleaving unto it. It, We certainly would have perished in our affliction if it were not for the glorious statutes and judgments and laws, the word of God that has kept us and preserved us and will see us through, as God says of his people, the one that endure to the end shall be saved. And who can endure but those that are attached to the continuing and enduring word of God? Those that uh, fall back or, or turn back from the word of God, they do not endure. They will be destroyed along with everyone else. Okay, here in Revelation 22, where God says, If any man shall take away from the words of the book of this prophecy, the Greek word translated as take away is Strong's number 851. It's found about ten times in the New Testament. And in around at least three verses, it's translated as uh, cut off or or smote off uh, regarding someone's ear. In Mark 14, Mark 14 and verse 47, it says, And one of them that stood by drew a sword and smote a servant of the high priest and cut off his ear. Now we know from another account it was Peter. And Peter drew his sword and smote off the ear of a servant of the high priest. And this word uh, here in Mark 14.47 that's translated cut off is the word take away. Take away. When, of course, it, it's the same idea. Here is a man and his body and his ear was taken away by the, the uh, smiting sword. And that's a very good illustration of what God is telling us with uh, his word, the Bible. Because the Bible is one cohesive whole. It is a living organism that God has compiled and put together. And it is one. Just like um, our bodies are one body, and the ear is part of our body, and the toe, and the finger, and and the head, everything's a part of our body, and it, it, we are one body. But when Peter took his sword and smote off, cut off the the ear of uh, the servant, he removed something integral to the body. And it doesn't matter how small a piece of the body is cut off or removed. Uh, I uh, does it. You know, like if you you have the tip of your finger cut off, and sometimes that happens with an accident. Someone will have the just a little piece of a finger removed. Well, they've lost a piece of their body. It's painful. And it was a part of their body. And that's exactly how it is with the Bible. 
It doesn't matter where someone's trying to cut. It doesn't matter what portion that someone's trying to take away from, uh, wherever they're seeking uh, to come against the Bible by removing a word or, or a verse or a, a passage or a jot or a tittle. Uh, it, it's part of the whole of the Bible and it's not to be touched. And, and that's why, um, one big reason why these modern Bibles, these modern Bibles that have dared to put forth their hand against the Word of God and to remove verses, and in some cases, whole passages, or to cast doubt upon the Word of God, as some other Bibles do, by saying in in the more reliable manuscripts, this passage of uh, Jesus' encounter with the woman caught in adultery is not found. And, and that's what some Bibles put in their Bible. Well, they have, they have done very wrong. And anyone who removes a part of the Bible, this is what the Bible says. It's not what I say or, uh, what a church says. It's what God Himself says. If any man shall take away from the words of the book of this prophecy, God shall take away his part out of the book of life, or God will cut off his part, as this word take away is translated, cut off, cut off the ear. God will cut that person, that church, as he has done down through history, that denomination off from his kingdom, and uh, for individuals, they will have their uh, take away their part out of the book of life from the creation standpoint. That's what is in view there, as uh, we were all in Adam, and in that sense, all uh, created with life, and 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 if we sin, if we have offended. And then uh, it's as though we're removed from that book of life. Of course, God has another book of life for the elect, the Lamb's book of life, and no one can ever be removed from that book because only the elect have their names written down there. It's not as the other book would have every human being's name and and then have their names blotted out due to sin. Uh, So... So this is language indicating that that an individual, a person, comes under the wrath of God. They lose they lose eternal life. They lose life itself, and out of the holy city, uh, because people who typically add or subtract to the Bible are identified with the the kingdom of God. They're part of the church the corporate body, they're part of earthly Jerusalem and they profess to be true believers that are therefore a part of heavenly Jerusalem, but this gives them away. It reveals their true heart condition and so they are cut off out of the holy city. They're not a part of that new Jerusalem that we read about in Revelation 21 and 22, that wonderful and beautiful, glorious 
um, city of God that is made up of everyone God has saved. They're outside of that city. They are without the city. And they're also cut off from the things which are written in this book. And that would apply to the promises of inheriting the land. The promises that Revelation 21 spoke of when it said, God will wipe away all tears from their eyes. No, you're cut off from that. Or or there would be uh, no more death. You're cut off from that. You will experience death. You will uh, uh, weep and have sorrow. And you will have pain. It's, it's the opposite of all of the uh, truly wonderful promises of the Bible, all of the faithful declarations that God uh, has declared that he will give to his people. You are cut off from them all. You will not live forever. You will not enter into a new heaven and new earth, and, and so forth. That's what this verse is saying. And you see how God has protected his word and how jealous God is of the whole Bible. It's not a little thing. It's not a little matter to mishandle the word of God. Great care, tremendous care must be taken when the the reader comes to the Bible and especially when anyone attempts to teach from the Bible. That's why God warns those that would teach of greater damnation because they are um, going about to, to take upon themselves a task that is, is a very sacred thing. The Bible's a holy book and it must be handled extremely carefully. Thanks for joining us for eBible Fellowship's Evening Bible Studies. You can hear these studies Monday through Friday over PalTalk, Skype, eBible Fellowship's webcast audio, or over your phone. For more information or to hear other studies, visit www.ebiblefellowship.com. Until our next study, may the Lord's perfect will be done.